Hi, I'm Paul Listick, and welcome to Behind the Curtain. A toast to the groom. To the groom. To the groom. To the groom. To the bride. And what beautiful music that is. It's from a little-known show you've probably never heard of called Hamilton by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Welcome, everybody. This is Paul Listick behind the curtain and stepping away from the world of politics in my TV role to talk theater, my passion here on our podcast. And, yes, you might be thrilled to know that joining me now, because she's got a date coming up in Chicago, Renee Elise Goldsberry, famous from Hamilton, but so much more. We get to talk to her now. Renee, thank you for joining me. So good to talk to you. How's it going? It is so great. You know, when they asked me to, if I would interview you, I, my immediate reaction was, I'm not going to throw away my shot. And of course, that struck me to <laughs> the first question. Do you find that you can't be in any conversation, any anything, and not have a line from Hamilton, which you lived for so long, just pop into your head? Or, or in fact, you just kind of use it and it shows up all the time? I think that's one of the brilliant things about it is, you know, it it sounds like we're quoting Hamilton, but truly Lynn just used so many things, so many truisms that we say all the time and put them in the show. And, and so it kind of works symbiotically, but, um, but yes, I quote Hamilton all the time. Mostly I'm told to talk less and smile more. So I don't know what that's all about. But uh, <laughs> I'm mostly anyway. thinking about one less thing to worry about. <laughs> that good point. That's a better yeah. line. Yeah, um, first of all, let's talk about why we're on the phone right now, and that is because you are going to be at the Auditorium Theater in Chicago uh, on uh, for an incredible gala. This is their annual gala. It is a big deal uh, in Chicago and always does so very, very well. And you're going to be appearing here on Saturday, April 9th. Um, people will actually, not only will you be doing a concert, we'll talk about that, but then afterwards, people will who are part of the gala process will be able to come up on stage and have drinks and hors d'oeuvres and I, I've been in that scenario up there, and it's just fabulous. And so I have to ask you, I know this is your first concert in Chicago, so have, A, have you ever been to the Auditorium Theater? Have you seen the building you're about to perform in? I have not seen the building I have, I'm going to perform in, but I have been to Chicago. I would be crazy to not get to Chicago as much as I possibly can. I think it is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. I actually started this entire concert, you know, touring venture that I'm on, doing a gala for the Goodman Theater. Ah, that's right. Yes. And uh, so, yes, you've been, you know, that was a couple years ago. That was a couple years ago. So I've I've evolved since then. But yeah, I I just, you know, there's some really beautiful places to perform and wonderful people to, you know, to celebrate and support in different gala and fundraising activities. So I'm, I'm excited to come back. Well, of course, I'm active with both. And yes, over at the Goodman, I was going to say where Patty Lapone has performed, but of course, she's also performed at the auditorium and so many. I think, Renee, you're going to get blown away when you step on that stage. I've had the opportunity to perform on that stage. Um, when you step on there, I got to tell you, you're going to look out at that audience of 4,000 seats and go, wow. So, and it's a historic I can't wait. building. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, 
is Sullivan and Adler do a little history, little homework maybe before you come, if maybe you already have, but to learn about that building because it's just the building itself is absolutely amazing. And uh, and actually, you should tell them you want a drink called the Aloha Mertz because when I named one of the concession stands, I required that they name a drink for my dog. And so now you can actually get a lovely drink uh, for my dog called the Aloha Mertz. But it consists of of, of New Orleans coffee and, um, and some uh, macadamia nut liqueur. If it sounds strange, it's a great drink. It sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you've been doing a lot lately. I do want to at least give a shout out to the fact that you're you're starring in Tina Fey's new series for Peacock, Girls 5 Eva. Am I saying that right? Is that the way you say it, Girls 5 Eva? It's actually Girls 5 Eva, and the way you remember ah. it is because we believe that four Eva's too short. So it's Girls 5 Eva, and it's about a one-hit wonder girl group from the 90s who are making a huge comeback, and it's a joy in my life to be on that show with Sarah Bareilles and Paula Pell and Dizzy Phillips and a bunch of really hilarious actors. We, we just finished shooting our second season. And congratulations on that. But, I mean, you've done it all. I mean, Broadway, and you were in One Life to Live. Um, I mean, just just all this stuff. Do you have a favorite place? And then here comes the concert. I mean, you know you've done tours before, but is this, um, I mean, do you come and say, this is where I come alive? Or do you say, no, put me back in the role of, a, of an Angelican and the next huge Broadway hit? What, what really is your favorite? I want to do it all. <laughs> I want to do it all, and I, I've absolutely loved go, going back and forth between being on the stage in theater and being on the stage doing concerting with my band, and also uh, being, you know, on television or being in films. I mean, it's uh, it's really truly different versions of the same thing, which is hopefully really good storytelling. Um, what I love so much, what's what's unique about concerting is. It's not playing a role. It's actually, you know, how much of myself um, am I sharing in this show? I like people to feel like, you know, they've, they've spent some time with me personally as opposed to going along just on the narrative of, you know, Mimi, a character in Rent that I played. You know, uh, it's, it's a little daunting because of that, actually, um, because there's nowhere to hide. But it yeah. is the most satisfying. You know, no it's pun intended. You mentioned, it is the most you, satisfying. I, exactly, <laughs> yes, the, that's the Angelica reference. Um, by the way, you, since you mentioned rent, rent, uh, I'm going to kind of send a message to my producer that I'm going to go out of order here um, because uh, besides the clip I was going to play next, I'm going to go on to clip three because you mentioned Mimi in Rent. So let's listen to just a little bit of Mimi from Rent. Just a little uh-huh. bit of that of that magic from Rent, yeah. But to, now, now that was you know that show is impactful as in many ways as Hamilton in terms of people's lives. But um, I think I kind of think that just the role of Angelica is something that you're you're always going to be known for, even beyond others. Do you, do you agree, or am I undercutting? I'm 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 always amazed. You know, I don't know if this is still true, but when you Google Angelica Schuyler, sometimes a picture of me comes up, which I think is hilarious because <laughs> um, she's a real hist- woman. You know, from history, she's one of the four mothers of our country. But that's just how popular Hamilton is. Um, right. I. I I, I'm, I I always say if every time I walk onto a stage or do any kind of interview, they play something from Hamilton, I'll be proud and just totally happy with that. Um, but the crazy thing is, you know, everybody has the show that impacted them the most. And, and I always say, you know, more young people come up to me and say that Rent changed my life than any other show I've been a part of. Um, and I think that's why Lynn manuel Miranda himself, you know, 
spent so much time in his first directorial debut doing Tick, Tick, Boom to celebrate Jonathan Larson and, and the huge impact that he, um, as a, as a, as a creator had on his life. Um, so, so definitely, um, there is, uh, Rent, I, I was in Rent when it closed on Broadway and they filmed our last performance. And I think that's where that clip is from. And it's so wonderful. I appreciate you dusting it back off because I, I forget how blessed I have been to be a part of so many, so many shows that have been so impactful on not only the history of theater, but just on the lives of so many people. Well, I don't have to dust anything off that you've uh, sang or recorded because I listen to you all the time. And in fact, you mm-hmm. may not be as well known in those other roles as for something else, but here's a little something you did uh, that I think you'll remember. And let's play a little bit of this classic Broadway. You know, I played that clip a little longer than I ordinarily would, but I could not cut you off before you ended that song. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So that's from, um, we did a, a fundraiser for something that's called Miss Matt. Miss, Miss yes. And, um, no, I see, I'm wrong. It's called Miss Cast. Miss Cast. Um, Bernie Chelsea is a huge casting director in, in, in New York City. He actually cast me as Angelica Schuyler in Rent. I mean, in Hamilton, and he um, he he has this fundraiser where he he invites different performers to sing from a show they will never be cast in. <laughs> and I just love that song so much. Uh, it's from Greece, and uh, and it's typically played by a very cute young boy that walks on stage with a guitar and just croons. And no one's ever going to cast me to do it, so he let me do it in his show. <laughs> well, maybe one day you and I can record uh, some music from Fiddler on the Roof, something, again, neither of us will ever get cast in, but oh, we can... <laughs> that would be amazing! What a great idea! Oh, you're golden to my Tevia. we changed the world. So, I played all those different kinds of clips, Renee, because the description of your concert here at the Auditorium is that you're going to be doing... It, it, well, it's described as an old-fashioned revival singing pop, soul, Broadway classic. So, look, there's people who just say, please sing Hamilton, please. What are we going to get that night? Sounds like we're getting a lot of different things. You absolutely are. You're getting, um, I actually, what is more, I consider like a playlist. It is, uh, it is, uh, really a walk through so many different kinds of music that we all love. And, and one thing I love about our culture now, because of how, um, you know, how many different forms we can like digest content is that we really are no longer stuck with one, one form of music. We really, our, our, our likes can be diversified. And so we do a little jazz, we do a little soul, we do a little pop music, we do a little, um, you know, uh, uh, some rock kind of songs. We do some classical 
songs with the orchestra, well, actually with the band. And of course, the whole last end of, end of the concert is just songs from shows that I'm, I'm known for. So we do a little Lion King, we do a little Rent, we do um, some Hamilton, and it's got to be enough to make sure the audience sleeps feeling fully satisfied. Um, and it's wonderful because there's a thematic through line to all this music, and that is there's all songs we know and love. And also, there's a really uplifting message just about our kind of shared humanity and our uh, our need to recognize ourselves and each other that, that is really prevalent in all of our music that I, I just love to bring home in the times that we live in when we feel so separate. Yeah. Um, I just love that our music is not only physically bringing us together again, but always brings us together. And of course, everything is no more than a, a step or two away from, well, from Kevin Bacon, but from other things, because Jared Dixon, who played uh, the lead in Lion King uh, and, and just toured, is now in Hamilton as Aaron Burr. And his parents perform every year in something called Too Hot to Handle, which is a jazz gospel version of the hand, of uh, Handel's Messiah. Uh, on that stage, they were just there a couple of weeks ago. You'll be on the stage, same as them. And at least in my head, all of that comes together is connected. That is connected. I actually remember when that show was being created. I've never seen it. Too hot to handle. Did you get to see it? Oh, I see it every year. Absolutely. And uh, please, oh, wow. Anna, you come, you come back in January on Martin Luther King uh, Day Junior weekend, and uh, you will be my guest for it if you'd like to see it. It is, I promise you, it is ultimately amazing. Don't want to take our time to talk about that, but but you need to come back and see that because it will blow you away. Um, this oh, event, uh, this event with you, which is on Saturday, April 9th, and again, I have to say, it's being billed as your first Chicago concert, but I know you were at the Goodman, so this is, but this is different. This is not what we saw at the Goodman. It's not because um, I think when I started there, um, I, I did have a, I did have my own band, and I and I did do some of the songs I'm going to do. But I was so green; it was kind of new to me. Um, to you know, I, I was so blown away by the fact that like an entire, you know, so many people in this wonderful town would come to just hear me perform. Um, and a girlfriend of mine from Chicago said to me after that show, Renee, you have to know just the fact that you're here means so much. You know, it means so much yeah. to people. And, and I, I feel that way uh, just because I, I love this, I love seeing our country in this way. And I love sharing this music with people, um, you know, just beyond this, the, the theatrical stage performance of it. The songs by themselves are just great. And there is nothing better. Can I just tell you, I remember when, when Hamilton, tickets, Hamilton tickets were impossible to get. And it was the show was kind of going through this huge, you know, spectacular phase the entire street outside of the theater would be filled with people just doing big sing-alongs of Hamilton songs. Mm-hmm. People that could not get tickets to the show, they just stayed outside of the street and sang together. People coming from all over the country um, just to be able to be outside of that theater and sing the music that they loved. It was before the cast recording came out, so there was you couldn't hear it anywhere, but, but you could come on the street and sing it together. And that's what we have the opportunity when we come together in a, in a beautiful theater like this. Uh, we kind of have the opportunity to sing along together some of the, some of the songs that really make us who we are, and I love absolutely. That. I will jump up on. Actually, I was at the final performance of Have of Hamilton with Lee Manuel, Lin Manuel's everybody's final performance. I went up on stage, got to talk to everybody afterwards, and it was seconds after Lin had cut cut the hair off, which he went, which he promised he was going to do, and apparently it's in his dad's drawer somewhere. <laughs> but who, who knows? We'll have so much to talk about when you get here. I want everybody to know that you can spend an evening with Renee Lee's Goldsberry at the Auditorium Theater. It's Saturday, April 9th. You're going to hear everything that you want to hear. You are just so amazing and charming. I love it. Tickets can be gotten at Auditorium Theater, spelled the proper English way, T R E at the end auditoriumtheater.org renee break legs when you are here i'll look forward to seeing you and we'll maybe even test out a little fiddler on the roof while we're together 
Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Will you lift me in a chair? That's all I want <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> you gotcha. It'll be like a wedding. Thank you, Renee Lee's Goldberg. We'll see you on Saturday, April 9th in Chicago at the Auditorium Theater. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody hungry. Everybody tired. Everybody saved by the sweat of his brow. All the way to nothing. The work is hard. It's a graveyard in Hades town. If you love that music, man, you do not want to miss Hades Town. It is coming to the CIBC Theater, playing March 2nd to the 13th. It's not all that long. It should be here for months in my view. But joining me now is the star of that show, my good friend Levi Christ. He plays Hermes in the show, but you all remember him from his longtime visit to Chicago in Million Dollar Quartet. Just a little role that won him a Tony Award. No surprise. Levi, good to talk to you again. It's been a short minute. Paul, it's great to talk to you again. I'm so excited to come to Chicago. So uh, you've been touring with this thing, and of course I follow the tour. I know, for example, you were with uh, uh, in, in at the Orpheum Theater in, in um, Memphis, where my good friend runs the theater there, and apparently you've had some things following you, like at that theater, like they lost all power or something, or the, or the whole city was out, but you guys performed anyway. Yes, 80% of the, the city was without power, and most everything, all the theaters were closed for, for several nights, actually. And we just, uh, we just, that, that train kept just barreling through. We, we just kept, we just kept the shows going. And there is, what a gorgeous. There is there is no stopping you. Listen, for folks who don't know Hades Town, it actually started here. You probably know that the House Theater started here uh, before it ever went to Broadway. So in many ways, it's a return uh, in a, in its you know current format. But for folks who don't know what the Hades Town story is all about, tell us about it. Well, you know, it, it, it is based on the, um, the Greek mythology uh, of two two lovers, uh, actually Eurydice and Orpheus, um, and Persephone and Hades, and. Uh, while we follow their journey, um, obviously I am narrating them through a story, which which has a, a great deal of meaning to me personally, um, which we can get into. Uh, generally speaking, this this is a this is a Greek mythology set in sort of this New Orleans style kind of, of uh, vibe, and and uh, it's it's just a pretty fresh way to tell uh, an old an old an old story, an old song. And for people like me who saw it on Broadway, we saw Andre DeShields in your role. We saw Reeve Carney, who I think is just wonderful. So many great performers there. I'm assuming in the role of Hades, for example, we have a great baritone here, right? Got to be a baritone. Yo, yes, 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 we do. Yes. And, you know, it's funny. There's so much. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, there's so much to you, and I know I'm only supposed to be doing Hades Town stuff, but I but I, I so love your career, and you've you've you know have so many albums out and whatever, and I want people to just spend some time looking up Levi Christ if they haven't already. First of all, because of this show and the style of music, are you getting some more Harry Connick comparisons to you? I will never not get Harry Connick comparisons just because of <laughs> the face that I walk around with. But but the the, the most remarkable thing is, you know, you know that this piece has its origin in Southern Americana, rootsy blues, jazz, and like that is in my DNA. So when I first 
came to the music of Hades Town and walked into audition, it was it was just like the perfect love that fit. And and I adore being able to wrap my voice around this music night after night. It speaks to my origins, and I feel like I'm able to uh, to to serve that authentically uh, night after night. That's the funnest part to me, really. There, there is a lot to you, and I'm going to play a little clip of something. I'm going to surprise you with this because you don't know I'm going to play this, but I'm going to play it because I think this is another side of Levi Christ that people should get to know, even though we might not get a lot of this in Town, This is something I just love you for. Here, take a listen. And I know he watches me. that is just so beautiful that's kind of who you are too isn't it levi oh gosh well if anybody can't tell i'm from gospel music after hearing that that's 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 what i cut my teeth on for sure you know and there are a lot of influences in hadestown from that from from like just blues and gospel and roots i gotta say well, it's not only the yeah, gospel the part of that, that really. I'm sorry. Sorry. Now I'll say it's not only the gospel part of you in that depth, but sometimes you take something that has that sort of feeling of faith and you you give a spin on it like we haven't heard before. So I'm going to surprise you with one more clip. And this is the amazing Levi Christ doing something different from the other things you've just heard. Ooh, baby, when love comes down with our devotion, well, it takes a strong man, baby, but I'm showing you the door. Cause I gotta have faith. I gotta have faith. No, I gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. I gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. See, Levi, it doesn't matter what the rhythm is, what the music is. That's you, your faith, your gospel, you're all that. <laughs> oh, that is awesome that you would share that. It's so much fun. And and I, I, I mean, I always, you know, to bring it back to, to Hades Town as well, I mean, just to be surrounded by horns and all that good stuff that I'm able to throw into my own recordings just makes it that much more fun to go to work. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so much fun. And coming back to Chicago at the CIBC Theater, which is the old, I'll always call it the Schubert, so that you you, you may not know it as CIBC yourself, but the Schubert Theater, the old theater, uh, from March 2nd to right. the 13th. In, yeah, in many ways, this is sort of an old, uh, old homecoming to you, right? You're in a classic theater with the old Chicago theaters, and um, and you have to be looking forward to coming back to this town. Oh, Chicago is like my second home. Of course, it is home in that I found my husband there, and I have my I have family there, and I'm there very often. But to be able to get back on stage in Chicago, you know, I've I've been there often for city winery holiday shows, but to be in a production like Hades Town, uh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of a, a a nice little homecoming of sorts for for me personally to. Be back on it's stage. A, it's a short run, so I'm I'm guessing in the short run we don't we won't get you for an evening at Davenport's or or, or City Winery. Some of these places we've seen you. No, we're. I wish that we were there for longer. I think we probably could be there for longer. I think Chicago's going to really eat it up. I don't have any question about that. And your performance. Now, you know, yeah. for people who, who, you know, this thing has won, it won so many Tonys and uh, what, eight, in fact, Tony Awards in 2019. Is there any pressure? You step into this role and say, okay, Andre DeShields kind of, kind of, you know, 
classic in what he did. Um, and I'm sure you saw him perform it, but does that influence you? Or do you say, no, no, it's Levi Christ time. I'm doing my own thing as you did with Jerry Lee Lewis. No, I have to do my own thing. And the thing is, I know that uh, it, 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 it is uh, quite impressive. Let me just pat myself on the back to take on a role where people are already expect, like already curious as to whether or not you're going to actually be able to feel those shoes. And one of the things I have always thought is essential for any actor is to bring the thing that makes you unique. And so the the creator, the creative team allowed me to just bring everything that is me to the role and um, and, and frankly originate the role for the first national tour because it's just there's so much there's so much that's different about it. Um my points of view, perspective, the way that I carry you through the show, it just has to be me. And it's exciting to be able to give people an alternative that is just as effective and is just different. And yeah, it was, it was a really great to meet Andre. He was very sweet and we got a hug in and he talked a little bit about the show with me and then went on our way to create uh, create my own take on it. And and I think it's true for the creative team was actually able to do that with, with uh, uh, every role. You know, uh, our Eurydice uh, is, is very different from the Eurydice on Broadway. Our Orpheus is very different. Our Persephone, our Hades is different. Everybody has something specifically unique to them, that, like their own special sauce that they bring to the roles. And I hear a lot of people on the road say that we need a touring cast album because it's just so different and so good. So um, people are really, really into it. Well, you know, I opened this with that was you singing from Hades Town, And, you know, ordinarily, when I try and get a clip of a touring cast, I can't find it. I have to go to the original Broadway and use that. Um, but obviously, yeah. so different, so good. They did make available a, a clip of this touring cast, which is so wonderful. I have to ask you, because you were here for a very long time with Million Dollar Quartet. You also played it on Broadway for a long time. Tony Ward. Yes, yes. Um, and so now here you are traveling the entire country with this. Does Chicago, I know it's your second home here, but do you find Chicago audiences sort of appreciate theater in a way that maybe some other cities don't. I know I'm looking for a compliment for the city. Mm, I I would uh, no. I can I can most authentically say that I personally believe that Chicago is the number one city for appreciation of real theater. Yes. Well, this is good to hear it. And when you get here, what pizza are you going to have? <laughs> well, okay. So I, I I have to have Giordano's. <laughs> that works. I, I, I was going to take you to Melnati's, but that's okay. Okay, okay, yeah, but we do that too. But yeah, for sure, for sure, the family has to sit around the table with Giordano. <laughs> I love it. Well, the show is Hades Town. It is playing at the CIBC, forever to be known as the Schubert Theater. I probably get in trouble for saying that. From March second to the thirteenth, tickets at BroadwayInChicago.com. This winner of eight twenty nineteen Tony Awards, uh, and I have no doubt. Uh, I can't wait to see you in this league. I'll be there opening night. I'll be waving at you from the third row. Don't worry about that. Uh, and. Uh, the- They'll probably have security make me sit down, but uh, I'll, I'll be right there waving at you. And I just wanted to say right congratulations. On. We look forward to seeing you. And I look forward to seeing you again because it's been too long. You're one of the greatest talents that has ever come through this town. Well, listen, I appreciate all the support that you've given. And just uh, I can't wait to see you in person. you got to make sure you see me after that show. You got it. All right. Levi Christ in Hadestown. Don't miss it. March 2 to 13. Broadwayinchicago.com for tickets. Get them before they are gone because it's a short run. Thank you, my dear friend. Levi Christ. Appreciate you. Thank you, Paul.
Well, if you want to know more about what we've talked about here, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Paul Lisnick. That's P-A-U-L-L-I-S-N-E-K. And I'd love to hear your comments or topic suggestions for future podcasts. You can also go to my website, paullisnick.tv. And hey, don't forget to hit subscribe on WGN Plus and iTunes. And tune in each week to hear more Insider Scoop coming to you from behind the curtain.